nightmare. Hello and welcome to Cinema Subculture, the podcast where we discuss everything strange, obscure and downright messed up in the world of movies. My name's Gary. And I'm Simon. Welcome to episode 24. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, 1981, directed by George... Mahalka. That'll do. Um, Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, Canadian film, yeah, definitely. Um... Canadian film, although marketed as an American film, I believe, right. you know, as a, an American production, I mm. believe, but um, not one of the video nasties as I thought it may have been the last episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> however, pretty heavily cut. Mm. Yeah, I mean, That's it's time. Um, do you want to give us a rundown of the old plot arena? So the film is set in a town called Valentine Bluffs. A mining community. This is right. Well, in the past, it'd been a sort of mining disaster. That's right. Um, what was it? A number of miners had been trapped, trapped the mine under the mine after I felt, an explosion for like, like two, six two weeks. days or something, wasn't it? Six, six weeks. weeks? Yeah, yeah. We, we had the discussion about when we were watching well, it. I thought I it was like six nights, <laughs> six days. <laughs> um, yeah, so one survived, but right. I had to resort to cannibalism. <clears throat> uh, I um, don't know if you had to resort. I think he looked pretty. Pretty happy when you come out that uh, hole. <laughs> uh, Mr. Harry Warden. Yeah. If, yes. Um, so, and I wasn't too pleased about the whole experience, so no, I had no. to enact <clears throat> revenge. Yeah, he blamed the, the heads of the mine because they were out at an, a Valentine's dance. Party in a way. <sighs> Bunch of wankers. <laughs> bureaucrats, man. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so since that event, there hasn't been any uh, other dances. That's right. That. So he went um, on a murder spree, sorry. I, yeah, uh, yeah. Then they, they stopped them somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah. But twenty years later, I think it's time. It's time for the. Well, it's it's, it's a while ago, isn't it? Yeah. You think like nobody even remembers it really. Well, you know? um, a whole generation. Uh, almost. Nobody seems to remember it, except, for, except for one. Um, just wanting to party. Like crazy bar tender who seems to want to tell everybody yeah. about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Aye, safe enough, guy. Yeah. You think, yeah. Mm. But it seems he returns. Well, or is it? Is it old Harry? Or well, I mean the clues are there. I mean mm. the, you know the 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 candy box full of actual heart. Yeah. Um, the tumble dried woman. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not not kind of commonplace for a build up to a Valentine's dance. Not right. your usual prankage, <laughs> you know. Um, but yes, he seems to return, and he's mm. he's threatening to do the same again if the. They don't stop the dance. Yeah. So, Gary, what do you think of this one? Um, to be honest, it's a film where you just kind of say, it was all right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a fairly <laughs> solid uh, genre piece, mm-hmm. but it's nothing spectacular about it, nothing absolutely terrible, but it's just kind of hits the old genre beats there. And yeah, gives you kind of what you want, I guess, but it's not a film to shout about, mm. in my opinion. I mean, it is, it's kind of held. I mean, I think Quentin Tarantino actually is quoted as saying this is his favourite slasher film. Right, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. Right. I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a little, it was because it was quite close to like your Friday the 13th and, and Halloween, it wasn't to the point where it was so diluted. You know the slasher. It, it still felt. I think it still feels a li- you know kind of uh, sincere enough right. in, in its approach. Yeah. Um, 
having not seen ever seen it before because you know so it's like it's not like seeing like some of the flashes we've seen that are later 80s you know and like are really kind of that type it's quite nice to see one that was back near the beginning yeah it was uh, but I never, which i've never seen before kind of the first run yeah. of mm-hmm. slashers definitely right. um i quite I, I, I did enjoy it i thought some of that some of the acting was really dodgy but some of it was really good and quite entertaining and mm. i mean the sheriff and and i mean again i'm not saying it's a, it's a good film or, or there's anything special about it but I, as i say I, I quite enjoyed it um <clears throat> as slashers go um it, it's definitely pretty it's pretty good it's pretty mm-hmm. fun to watch um i was quite impressed with the as the aforementioned woman falling at the right. washing machine tumble dryer. i thought that was quite clever um apparently some of the like this was some of the times the 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 first time these special effects have been done the, the, these kinds of special effects right. have been done um the guy who done them apparently you know makes blood after this the, he, he got asked to make different types of blood for different productions Aye. and that's what he's, he's got a company that still does that to this day that makes different types of blood for like different he said different uh he didn't say productions he said different like uses and i was Aye. thinking like you mean film uses Aye. yeah <laughs> you know um so i mean the effects are really good in this and as i say some of the acting the, the leads is it's, it's it's better than some mm-hmm. slashes or most slashes i've seen Right. Even like more recent ones, some of it. So there's a, I quite like the scene between the um, the main guy, what's his name, uh, TJ, TJ and and Sarah. Right. When they're on the beach, and oh, stuff. Yeah. I thought that was quite mm-hmm. sincere and kind of not really mocking. Was that could have been any film really yeah. at that point? Uh, but I, I I enjoyed it, but not nothing stand out from. I can see why it's not necessarily as remembered as like the the big three. Yeah. But it's definitely not doesn't reach the the depths of the kind of ones that came after it that were mm. really naff. In the blue area, there's some introduction to the deleted scenes and stuff that was cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's, it's more like it plays like more like how we did these special effects kind of as right. intros. I thought it was going to be about why they were cut, maybe. Okay. But the director um, talks about. On one hand, he's talking about the it feels the 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 the, the reasons behind it them making the film were more like it kind of almost like makes it sound like they were going for a kind of highbrow approach to it like because it, it gets like slated for being like kind of gratuitous violence but he's saying you know we definitely weren't trying to say that like violence is good i mean none of the violence in the film looks fun you know mm. the, you know kind of giving it that um and the way he kind of brings it across is as if it, they were trying to he was trying to justify that it was Maybe there's more substance there than maybe would appear. Right. But in the next <laughs> one of the next segments, he says that basically this film was only made because because of the, the special effects that they were trying to do. Right. Okay. Hmm. And so it's okay. it's kind of like quite contradictory. I don't so I don't know where he's coming from with that. Right. Um. I mean, these films are what they are. I mean, you, mm. you said they literally were just going through the the calendar. Yeah. I mean, how familiar are you with the the sort of canon slashers? How do you mean? Like, well, Halloween, Friday the 13th, then you've got, like, I made a wee list. Okay. Like, Black Christmas. You have seen it. Um, see, yeah, see, that's one that's, like, I, I watched that at Christmas. Yeah, or, right. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. Right. I thought that was really good. Um, And that's when, like, I can understand how this maybe got lost through time, mm. you know, into the kind of minutiae of the slasher. Right. Whereas Black Christmas, I think, still 
works really well, right? In my opinion, mm-hmm. um, as a slasher and kind of almost like a, a pre slasher. Yeah, you I know, think like, I was like seventy five. Yeah, like it's all, it feels very like kind of like you know how they talk about post scream, right. you know, slashers and, and you know and and it feels like a kind of post psycho slasher. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, it still right. feels kind of traditional in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, um, on, your, on with your list. Night. Seen that? I. Right. That wasn't very memorable for me. Right, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd need to see it again, but I saw it back in the day when I was into my kind of. Halloween and then Jamie Lee Curtis was in that right, and all this right. and stuff like that but it, it, it was okay okay uh, happy birthday to me never seen that graduation day no April Fool's Day no I watched I've, I've actually I recorded happy birthday to me thinking Did it was you? April Fool's Day like because I knew the kind of rough plot of April Fool's right. Day um, but I haven't seen either of them mm. I think that's the main kind of uh, day calendar mm. day films. oh right okay so yeah. get like some camp movies like the burning or sleepaway camp. Oh yeah, sleepaway camp is one I want to see. Right. Um, the burning has just been actually released by Shout Factory. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have I've only seen Black Christmas and uh, Prom Night out of that lot. Mm-hmm. What about you? I haven't seen any of them. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't do the final girl. Which is a slasher convention, really? No, no. Because um, really, um, she kind of gets saved by TJ, that was the sort of yeah main female character. Yeah, yeah, it kind of um, it comes down to the two of them, doesn't it? And usually, yeah. you, would, you would definitely suspect that one of them would get offed. I think that's because that they're trying to play off the who is the killer. Yeah. That, but that Aye. point, but that point, you kind of well, yeah, you kind of know that it's not Harry because. Mm. They found out that he died uh, in the mental institution. Yeah. I does seem to be that there's sort of two types. Yeah. Where there's the slasher film like Halloween Friday where you're kinda you know who the killer is. Um then there's the who done it type, mm-hmm. which is more of these. Yeah, kinda of almost coming to like the kind of yellow like yeah, tropes, you yeah, know. Yeah, be a blood. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. uh, were you surprised with the who done it? I mean to me it seemed like had to be one of them, didn't it? Right. <laughs> um, I didn't know who else it, who else was it going to be. Yeah, I would do better if it was Harry. I think. Aye, well, that, yeah. that was something I was going to talk about because it's like, it almost feels like a sequel. You know, mm. in the way that it talks about yeah. the, the, the last guy and like I mean, any, anyone who's seen Friday Thirteenth Part Five, they kind of pull this a bit, right? But I feel that it works better than that, um, because you just you don't know quite what's happening. Because there's, yeah. like, uh, there's issues of like, is it mental health induced? Does it you know like you do, you know, is basically someone's seen Jason, um, and you don't know whether he's really there or not. Right. Okay. But um, so in Halloween, like you, you kind of know from the start that's Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, and and they say Michael Myers has escaped from the thing, mm. and it's him, mm-hmm. right? Friday Thirteenth, not so much. They don't really know who it is. They, I mean, it's kind of implied. It's not really even really implied that it's Jason in the first one. No. No. Although, because you assume it's a male. Yeah, Because that's of true. the way it's shot and mm-hmm. the boots and all that. That's true. Um, so you don't really know who it is. That's quite clear. That it's a, that's a proper, you know, that's a real whodunit because you yeah. don't really know who it is. Right, then. Aye. Mm. Um, there's no, It's not like um, they think Jason's come back or it's even mentioned or anything like that. Mm. Whereas this, it's like, 
it's said that it's it's Harry, and he did it before. Yeah, yeah. And they, he isn't. They can't seem to find him at the the mental institute, which is uh, a laughable scene when the woman won't even get up off her ass to yeah. check <laughs> the microfilm, which is in the next building or whatever. Um, and then like they pull it, you know. So it's yeah, quite yeah. early on in the slasher the tropes to to do that. Mm. I mean, even in like Psycho, when they, when they did it with like Mrs. Bates, I don't. I, 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 I kind of knew going in. I don't know how I would react. How what would I thought if I would have thought it was really Mrs. Bates that was doing it? Well, that's the kind of the switch because there's that Hitchcock kind of talked about who done it once, and like he was saying he did one. It was a kind of pure who done it earlier in his like British period. Mm-hmm. I think it was murder, but he said he didn't like it. He wouldn't do one again. Right. Because the problem with who done it says the car- the audience is just wondering who it is rather than like emoting. Mm-hmm. He says like. They're not kind of engaged in it. Okay. They're just kind of, yeah, oh, it might be him, might be him. It's a kind of more kind of superficial like sure. uh, reaction to it. Um, See, yeah. I remember like, I saw like, Cycle the Remake first. Mm. It's because it was out at the cinema and I was like 12 or 13. No, mm. I'm older than that because it was, it was out. Uh, I don't know what age I was. But t- as I say, I didn't, to me, like, I, you knew again into that. I knew, I knew again into that. I've never even seen Cycle, what the kind of. Well, yeah, well, Psycho, yeah. it's so kind of ingrained in the culture, yes. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh... um, so, like, Vince Vaughn didn't pass as a non-Psycho <laughs> guy ever for me <laughs> in that film. So, but I remember, like, clearly when, when Anne Hayes is in the shower, uh, Janet Lee it up, like, I'm sure you can clearly see his face in the wig. Right. And it looks, it was, it looked, like, so stupid. Like, okay. thinking back now, like, mm. so, but, but in, in Psycho, like, Hitchcock's cycle you don't see the face yeah and it's more of a kind of reveal when you see that mm. um, the mother isn't alive so I mean that's kind of the same bait and switch with as what we're getting here I guess yeah it's just it's unusual in the, the kind of 80s slasher that you know it's quite early in the 80s slasher to do that and not have like a defined I think that's maybe why it didn't it didn't stay as uh, iconic okay because yeah. it, even though it had the iconic look Aye. of the the minor there's no, no one, there's no one really behind it. Because Aye. the guy who you think it is who has the history, yeah, it's not him. And then the guy who is really, is a bit of a fish character. Yeah, I feel this, the motivation for him to do the killings is fairly weak. Um, yeah, because he had seen his father killed by Harry mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem to play when you. When yeah. that's revealed, the, the character throughout the film... Exactly. He's, he's, yeah, he's like character. totally like... Um, he's totally part of the culture, the group. Yeah, It's not him that's been the aggressor with yeah. with TJ. You know, like, he's kind of laid back about it. Mm. And you see them and they're even, you know, they're together and being pals and stuff like that. And they, they obviously still are friends, um, but they don't have the... They're pissed off at each other. Mm. But there's nothing even like him going on a rager mm. or anything to suggest any kind of so I think that's what it just doesn't ring true yeah, with the yeah. character because they're playing the, like what one is it mm-hmm. of the two of them mm. it, it, you just don't buy it you know um, and that's why I think it's not like hit, withheld tight, uh, stood the test of time because mm. there's no iconic person that did it yeah it seemed like at the end they were maybe setting up a sequel oh yeah 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 apparently um, George I'll just call him George um, in 2001 pitched a sequel oh, to really? Paramount I think it was um, but because of the poor kind of box office of the original right they like said no but I don't know what that would have involved mm. but it definitely seems like they're setting up like a see that's the thing as well like more so in that film than 
Halloween, Friday the 13th, or A Nightmare on Elm Street, there's a setup for a... It's like they're really pushing for a yeah. franchise. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas others, like, yeah, there's a kind of unresolved ending. Right. Kind of. Um, but they're not, like, kind of, like, we'll be back, everyone. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which this really felt like. Yeah. Um... So it just shows you that like, they really were that even at that early stage they were really ramping up for the kind of trying to emulate what the other films have had, you yeah. know, trying to push to get like a kind of iconic mm. uh, villain. Mm. Um, yeah, I wonder. It seems like it may have paid the price because of the, all the cuts. It was to do with the, the with George Lennon, I think. John, John Lennon. Lennon. Right. It was to do right. with the uh, John Lennon assassination. Okay. I think. Right. Um, like getting that documentary, was, well, the the intros bits, the deleted scenes, they're talking about. He was on the his way to the the editing studio, right? Or editing suite, whatever. the The first day of editing, it came over the radio that he'd been assassinated right. or whatever. Um, and it was kind of like a backlash to that. Like okay. no, it like there was a big clampdown from Hollywood, and you know, like gratuitous violence, and of course Hollywood were like, "Oh no, we never liked that anyway." Right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, I haven't watched the film with the cuts out, you know, right. mm. just because we were talking about because some of them, it's like, how did like how did they even know people had died? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because some of the stuff it's so obvious where it cuts in the Blu-ray because it cuts to like a, an inferior source. Mm. Um, so you kind of think, how did they cut around that mm-hmm. and still be clear that someone died? Yeah, <laughs> that's why they have the guy coming out like Dave died, Dave's dead. Right, Remember? Yeah. Like, and who's Dave? <laughs> Do you know anything about the condition of the deleted scenes? Why were they? I think it was because they were cut like before it got to the cinema. You know, like right. before it was released on a theatrical release. Right. So I think they were just kind of like chucked, more or less. Oh, really? Like from the original negative, okay. didn't you know it wasn't included. Right. I think they maybe were forced to make the cuts before putting it out. Right. So they reinsert its footages maybe from. Maybe like a first print or something like right. that. You know, maybe like a, I really don't know where the okay. came, where it came from. Right, right. But <clears throat> all I know that it was is that it was from a like a lesser source. But yeah, I mean the cut, cuts were pretty severe. Aye. Like and not really. There wasn't a lot. There was quite a lot of cut that wasn't necessarily even well. I don't know. Even by then, the, 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 like the I mean Friday the Thirteenth standards, it wasn't too gross. I wouldn't mm. have thought. Mm-hmm. Although the the effects are pretty good and they are pretty like, realistic right. for the time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not it's kind of their own, own little mini video nasty scare, right, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> in the states. But yeah, that, I mean that did probably that was probably a big hurt for it. Yeah. Um, um having like stuff like Friday Thirteenth and, and Halloween, even though Halloween's not very. Uh, gore some mm. um, but having like getting, getting it kind of ramped up to a stage yeah. and then all of a sudden this gets kind of cut to shreds mm-hmm. and doesn't have any of that in it yeah yeah people may be just like oh that was shit mm. <laughs> I mean I, me- I remember watching I mean and I know it's one we're going to do very soon but um, I spent your grave when it first came out on yeah. DVD here after having been banned mm-hmm. and I bought it and I'll be honest I, I couldn't make it through the first act right because the because it was still cut, I didn't yeah, know it was yeah. still cut, but it was just really bad editing, mm. reusing shots, you know, right, to fill uh, time and stuff like that. And I was like, it just felt like a really poorly made film, and mm. I was kind of, 
was really turned off by it. I mean, I was about 16, 17, but I was really turned off by it. And I was like, oh, this, I don't know if I want to, you know, I can't be bothered with this. Mm. Um, so that that can affect people. And I, and I think it, especially like in slasher films, if you're not getting the kind of punchline to the, the gags mm-hmm. or the kills, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be uh, put people off. Mm-hmm. I think. How many boobs did you count in this film? Um, Nine. Yeah, Gary. none. Yeah. It's a theme we're finding. We, I mean, uh, that's a sidebar, but I mean, guys, been watching a lot of 80s era slasher films recently, or a lot. <laughs> the Friday 13th yeah. films. And there's no one over a bun, sir. Until you get to part four, you know? Friday. Friday 13th. Yeah. There's not a lot, an overabundance of. Yeah, that's a tradition you might have thought. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, you're talking like. Like two boobs are a film, <laughs> <laughs> and then in, in, in uh, my bloody Valentine, even yeah. the uncut version. Yeah, you do get the the bra. Aye, there's there's aye, kind of random but, scene. Aye, what that. is that? that? That's a bit random, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, it's a good segue into that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is, it's a bit random. Just an initial kit. It's kind of like the again that feels a bit forced. Like it's emulating the kind of first. It's not emulating. It's it's like how do we come up with a, a, a first kill? Right. Whereas yeah. Whereas again, yeah. like. Friday the 13th is totally tied into the story. Like mm. It's clearly, you know, it's clear. Uh, Halloween's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightmare on Street doesn't really have a first kill right up front, but it has a kind of first nightmare. Right, aye. Um, but yeah, it feels kind of forced and mm. chopped in, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't really know that to the end because, I mean, it could have been something. Yeah. But it could mm-hmm. have been Harry, I guess. Aye, that's true. He's come back and he's like, it ends just up oh Axel was a dick he was having another but how like, who, thing who is she because like, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the town's like tiny yeah, true, aye. everybody can and everybody aye you know aye. I mean there's an, a police emergency in the, the, the mayor out of his bed mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know what in mayor post or yeah, the mayor no day oh, she died down the line she was impaled aye yeah <laughs> um you got a sheriff that doesn't end like you know when he's facing a fan against a a minor a murdering minor that he might want to take his shotgun at his motor instead right. of just his his pea shooter <laughs> his six shooter. Um, but yeah, that's a bit random the mm. opening scene. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, to me, that brings a kind of eighties charm right, to okay. the kind of like that. What's this even all about? <laughs> but and then they're, they're cooking their, their dinner in the the car of the. The, the the motor the engine oh yeah yeah <laughs> um and like playing like they were, they, were, they were with all the girls mm. remember like i'll say like yeah. they were with the girls drinking and stuff like that right. and then all the guys piss off themselves to like have like dinner cooked on a, a car engine yeah and play harmonica <laughs> <laughs> um so there was no chance at any like nudity in this film mm. at all it's like all the dudes just standing a bit together <laughs> I thought the 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 mine itself was quite like cool looking. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't think it was used to its full potential, but it was an interesting enough look. I mean, in the in the remake, you, you know, I've seen the remake, no. have you? The mine really isn't put to too much use until right near the end. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I might be wrong about that, but from my memory serves, it's really and it's not like. I mean, nah, that film's not that great anyway. But one thing I kind of noticed. Maybe as um, it's it's a very kind of polite film in the way that the teens the the, the kind of characters interact. 
You say teens, but we decided that they're well. teens. <laughs> no, 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 there's no way they're teens. No. It's weird because there's a Halloween, um, Valentine's, da- Valentine's dance, but like, and it's like a kind of school thing, but none of them are teens. Right. They're all work, they're, they all work at the mine. Well, what about the girls? They might be high schoolers. Uh, I guess so, but... Just mm, seniors or something. don't know. Nah, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's just like watching it 30 years later, yeah. or, but it seems very... Um, the banter is very... Uh, doesn't really Light. play. Um, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so... <laughs> well, there's a bit like where... Um, <clears throat> like, TJ's like... He's obviously pissed off at Ax- A- Alex Axel. Jesus Christ. Um, TJ's obviously pissed off at Axel for stealing his bird while he's been away. Mm. <clears throat> and they're at the, the junkyard when they're cooking the dinner, as I say, on, on the on the engine of the car. And he kind of sneaks up behind him while he's playing harmonica. And, like, you'd think he's going to punch him or something like that. Right. But no, he pulls at his harmonica and tries to play at the top of him <laughs> just to piss him off. Right, yeah, and then yeah. they kind of smile at each other. Yeah. He walks away. The other guy comes out. Like, they talk a bit about it. But what we're gonna do about this? And it's mm. oh, I don't know, blah blah. blah. Mm. And then they kind of have a wee argument, nothing much. I mean, again, mm. no fisticuffs, nothing. And then Axel walks away. The other guy comes out, and TJ goes, "I really like that guy." Right. Like sincerely, like he's like, "I like, I can't believe I'm having to fight with him." Right. That's what it sounds. You know, it sounds like, oh, man, yeah, I really, yeah. I really like that guy as well. <laughs> like it's such a shame, you know. Wait, what's going on? Give him a punch. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's, you know. What I mean, it feels like very kind of like reserved and. Mm. Uh, too nice mm-hmm. yeah it's stuff like oh there's the guy playing pool and then one of the guys shouts hey you can clear that table with a broom <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like it's, yeah, yeah you're right I'm sorry yeah it's very quaint uh, <laughs> yeah. banter yeah, again I, I mean yeah. <laughs> uh, a small mining village I guess right. maybe because it's, like, it's like everybody like you can't really fight with everybody. Yeah. So everybody's somebody's brother, right. uncle's uh, Wayne's brother. You know, uh, like everybody's really pals and everybody really wants to fight as well. Mm. Um, but you're probably, like, I think you'll fight one night next morning you'll book group for a pint. Right. Yeah, caught in the morning <laughs> with them. Um, so, my buddy Valentine, what are you taking away from it, Gary? Um, What's your key points that you think? Hmm. What, 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 what are you going to ponder after? Right. After you, you finish with this podcast? Um, I don't think I'll ponder much. No? Um, I mean, seen it. Take it off. I think it's worth seeing. Um, if you're a big slasher fan, you'll probably get more out of it. Mm. Um, I mean, it hits. It's got all the the major slasher things you're looking for, like um, except for the final girl. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and the, the nudity. Yeah, it's got like POV camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get your teen uh, victims. You've got like um, some kind of past event recurring. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the the guy, the older generation. Giving them a warning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got the kind of uh, don't have sex or you'll get get a chop type thing. Um, So it's it's a pretty enjoyable film. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's not going to have any lasting effect on you, but it's enjoyable. It's a nice enough, good enough ride when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, I'm the same. I, I I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, from what you're saying, you're not saying you didn't enjoy it. No. So, but like, I was I was gonna say I enjoyed it more maybe than you did. But right. maybe I got more from it because I'm more of a right. slasher freak. Yeah, the best stuff. bits for me were the the cop and the mayor. Yeah, they were yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Taken from it, not much. <laughs> I missed, I think I missed opportunity for a kind of more iconic 
or maybe like not even missed opportunity that felt like maybe they were forcing for the iconic uh, mm. killer character guy yeah but um yeah fairly enjoyable worth seeing uh good effects as i say it's quite uh realistic effects for the time um a bit too polite and not a boob to be seen so that wraps up our conversation on Mega Bloody Valentine. Now time for some random shit. Okay, so diving straight into news, guy. Okay. Give us some. Give me some good information. Did you see the formative information? The forthcoming Sorry. Arrow released. I did indeed. Titles. Yes. Uh, I can't remember what they were though. Right. I can only remember the the, the oh. Ted Gilliam film for some reason. Alright. It's the only one I can remember time split time splitters. Many we got two for like nine, nine titles. Right. They don't normally release so many. No and they and they've rejigged the, the old packaging. They have a wee bit I. Mm-hmm. I called that. So did did. Yeah. they announced before it says it and the titles won't be all the people we'll be talking about. They said oh, right. I posted the thing like new packaging question. Alright. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I called it. Yep. Right, use it. Um, so I've not heard a lot of these, I must say. Right, okay. But what is it? I've got the car. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one. Uh, no. Runaway train. Right. Time bandits. Time bandits. That's the one Terry Gilliam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had you heard of that? I've seen that. Is it good? I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Dressed to kill. Uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Deranged. Uh, the Last American Virgin. Mm-hmm. Life Force and Squirm. Hmm. Mm. I, um, I've heard the last American version, but I don't really know what it is. Right. Um, and Life Force, I'm, I, I want to see that, but I don't know who I'm going to pick it up from because Scream Factory are doing one as well. All right. Um, and God, you know we've been screwed with somebody mm. before, so <clears throat> I don't know. I don't fancy the, the well. The Steelbook's nice enough, but I'm not really bothered about Steelbook. Right. What do you think of the? Do you, have you heard of any of them other than the Terry Gilliam yeah, film? Yeah, well, Dressed to Kill, that's the film I haven't mm, yeah, seen yeah. it, but Fall of House of Usher, that's one I might be interested in. Yeah, I think that's Corman directed that. Oh, right, right. Um, Life Force, well, Hulk, Toby Hooper. Um, that's about it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Some st- there's, a, there's quite, well, three st- steelbooks, is there, like that? Is it right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, Life, so. House, Life Force, Fall of House of Usher. What was the other one? I think Time. Time Bandits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah. Time Bandits is a bit of a weird one. That's kind of... It's slightly... Out of the... Pure genre uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, um, it's a bit more kind of comedy fantasy thing. Right, right. Um, that's one that might have went to the Arrow Academy, but they've just mm. made it mainline. <clears throat> um, I mean, what do you think of the new packaging? Um, that's alright. Sorry, a lot yeah. of people are com- not complaining, but saying right. like they, they they put up a uh, oh Motel Hell's coming as well. Right, aye. So that, that's not part of that bunch. I, no, I think that was before. But aye, but that's the new packaging. Okay. So it is, and they put up today. I think it was like a so that's like the thirteenth. Um, a picture of like they just got a bunch in, and it says uh, just received this and should be shipping soon. With the new packaging, blah blah blah. Let us know what you think. And those three comments, and every one of them says, "No, nah, go back to the old right. school one." <laughs> it's uh, rubbish. Right. Uh, used yeah. to be, they were saying how it used to be into HMV, you could spot them a mile away. Right. You know, it was easy to find and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I kind of get that. That's fair enough. What's like, the difference? 
there's no white on it anymore. Oh, it's right, just okay. like oh, it's got it's like kind of just got the arrow at the top, right, the, on the spine, in the middle, down at the bottom. It's got the, the bars and the color bars. Yeah, there's right. no white on it, so it's just the artwork completely wrapped. Okay, in so it's kind of cool, but mm. it's a bit. I don't know if it's maybe a bit pointless. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, oh well, okay, but right. Kind of like the master cinema stuff, I guess. Look that because it's they're doing the clear, right? Uh, yeah, armories yeah. and stuff. But I guess it, it does look maybe a little classier than the mm. white, but it doesn't look as kind of much part of a collection, okay, yeah, as uh, the white bars do. But yeah, I'm not sure of that. Yeah, nothing much. I'm definitely gonna nah, buy. Nah, I'm the same. It'll probably be kind of once it's come down in price. Mm. Um, so I don't know whether I'll get the Scream Factory. Right. They're, they're doing a lot of titles I'm quite interested in just ah. now. Um, <clears throat> as I said, the last time they mentioned The Fog, uh, they're doing John Carpenter's Body Bags oh, right. as well. you seen that? No. An anthology type thing. Okay. Um, it's nothing special, but it's it's pretty fun and kind of in the same kind of spirit as Creepshow. Right. Um, I'm sorry, I remember watching it when I was a kid. He plays the kind of, like, the creep in it. So he's actually right. in it as a character. So it's like the kind of bridges the gaps between the, the shorts. Okay. <clears throat> so it's quite it's funny right. for that. Um, the howling and stuff like that is coming. Right. And we'll, maybe we'll pick that up. Is that the same as Shout Factory? It's just yeah, it's actually the, 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 the horror right, okay. leg. Um, Scream Factory, okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, they've just released The Burning. The Burning, yeah. yeah. So what was you going to say about that? Um, just that it's coming out. Oh, right, yeah, it got a decent review. <laughs> I think it was four out of five for PQ. Mm-hmm. Blu-ray.com. So. Cool. Um, they're also releasing Wes Craven's Swamp Thing. All right. You know, um, but apparently there's something I think I said mentioned before, but it's it's not it's a cut version. It's like all right. I don't know. It's, instead, of, it's either the international cut instead of the director's cut, or it's vice versa or something. But anyway, it's it's mm. not the full version or something. Are they doing Snuff as well? Are they? All I don't right. know. Snuff's coming out. Um, I'll have a deal nasty. I'm not sure if it's them. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Um, but they're doing some good stuff. Uh, and, um. I mean, I've only got two of their, their films, Halloween 2 and 3, and I've not no complaints about them right, at all. Yeah. Uh, it kind of seems like they're doing a similar thing to what Arrow do, but it kind of feels... I don't know. I'm not going to say better, but mm. maybe a wee bit better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it feels like maybe, maybe just the confidence been shook a wee bit with Arrow. Mm. And... Whereas Scream Factory seem to bring out like kind of big hitters, okay, you know, like the fog and like mm. the howl, you know, what I mean, it's like stuff that you kind of like, oh, that's that's quite interesting. That, that's something that I want to see. me personally would want to see, you know. Yeah. Um, there's another one, well, there's Terror Train, I want to get, I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, there's, a, there's another one, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, they're doing some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. There you go. Did you see Spring Breakers is up for pre-order? Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think I might get the US one. Ah, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, bit of cover. Yeah, and the extras. I didn't see that. Actually, right. I, I looked ages, like, not long after we saw the film and saw that the pictures were up. Right. But I didn't see that it was actually up for pre-order okay. until recently. Mm. But I never checked the extras. What does it say the extras? Um, I think it's just I saw it in the forums. Right. Blurry.com. Okay. What's, um, what's the difference? 
there's I think the U the UK one only has like some featurettes, but the mm. the, U, the US has got a commentary. You know? oh. Yeah. Oh. Actually, no, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, yeah I did see that because I remember. But I was just going to get it close to the cover art because I right. That okay. was the original poster. Aye. I love that kind of bullshit. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first time he does a commentary, and we're not even giving it to us in the, the UK. It's, uh, is it? Mm, Momentum Pictures it's putting out or right, E1 I can't remember right. it's putting out in the UK Aye. yeah we always get screwed over yeah it's probably a, a cost thing yeah I God guess goddamn so. video recordings act <laughs> do you think they'll cut it oh, <laughs> the film yeah that should be right I guess so yeah <laughs> no I'm quite excited about that one um, it's it's coming out late is it coming out later in the states than it is over here is it right Seen that? It's July, I think. Oh, is it August? I think it's August. July here. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's July 9th, So it is. Okay. For the American one. How are you getting it? Um, I had ordered it from Amazon, mm-hmm. but I've switched it to that DVD World USA because mm-hmm. I've Amazon. I'm thinking, give me problems, customs every goddamn time. Aye, aye. Yeah, so I'm done. Fair enough. That's fair aye, enough. So aye. I, uh, How much is it? Is it dear on? It's actually um, just about the same. Mm. Um, so it's like twenty one dollars or something. Like that. Yeah, they're supposed to be more customs friendly. So. All oh, right. Okay. Um, which Amazon or not? I've never ordered from DVD World USA. Right, and it said like three to five days or something. Oh, so well, that's... Amazon's like three weeks. Yeah, aye. shocking. Right. Uh, mm, well, that's good. I'm maybe I'll look there because I, I I want still want to get um Silver Lane's playbook from. Right. Yes, um, as well, so I might order them both. Yeah, actually, the reason I hadn't been ordering from them was I had that in my mind that they were really expensive, uh-huh. which they are for, like, criterions and stuff, but I think general Blu-rays is like kind of... Um, it's much the same. Yeah, it's much the same. Well, that's good to know. Uh, aye. Give them a free plug. Aye. Huh? <laughs> yeah, DVD World USA, he's a sponsor. Uh, no, that's good. Oh, yeah, like, it's 50... And it gives you in UK prices as well. Yeah. Well, that's really handy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fifteen eighty nine. Because you see twenty one dollars, even though you know it's probably only like sixteen, seventeen, mm. you're still like twenty one. That's right. for me. It's customs every time. I'm like, oh. so that's actually a little cheaper, I think. Than is it right? Because twenty one ninety nine dollars. So is that okay. no more like sixteen or seventeen? Mm. So sorry, right. that's good mm. to know. Um, I think you get a ultraviolet copy of that as well, guy. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go into the ultraviolet at all? I don't really digital know copies, digital copies, like I've, I've used one digital copy. You're looking. I don't know who that is. And you're like, <laughs> no, like, what's what's ultraviolet main, specifically? Main, it's um, so it's a proprietary like storage type right. thing where you okay. redeem it and it's like online, right? And you kind of stream it. How does that differ from like another digital copy? Well, digital copy like through iTunes, you actually download the file. Right, you can okay. keep it in the cloud now. Right, but right. it's through iTunes. Oh, okay. Whereas this is through like a third party, like well, in UK it's Flixster on right. the iPhone and such. Okay. Um, no, I've only ever used one digital copy, right. and I've never watched it. <laughs> what, what was it? Via that digital copy, uh, Black Swan. Oh right, okay. Oh yeah. See, I've got that, and I've got that in right. my, my iPad and stuff. There you go. That's good to be a bit of history, there, guy. What's a digital copy? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll be definitely picking up Spring Breakers. It comes out. I'm watching the fuck out of it. I'll be right. <laughs> we'll that blurry out. 
Aye, they'll be. That sounds so bad. I was just going to talk about the, the Franco scenes. Uh, right, I know what you'll be doing, Gary. Because um, <laughs> like, um, ah, it's pretty cheap for Spring Breakers because right. Silver Linings Playbook, I'm just looking at it, is £19.99. Right. And it's like $23 ah, right. on Amazon. So that's mm. actually a little mm-hmm. more expensive. Mm. But uh, so that's pretty good. Ah. Yeah. There you go. I'm not be getting that for there. Right. <laughs> so, anything else, Gary? That's about that. That you, mate? Oh, good, good. Some news there. Right. <laughs> brings us to the end of the news. You don't get any news? No. All right. You stole the mines with uh, the arrow stuff. Oh, right, okay. Um, what else can I say? What can I say, Gary? I'd written down the... Uh, I mentioned that to you about the uh, 4K discs, the Blu-ray Disc Association. It's going to be a uh, towards the end of the year and making a decision about format extensions. Okay. For Blu-ray. Right to extend it to the 4K. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Does that mean they're going to have to make bigger? Well, they they can already make bigger discs. I know that they, mm. they hold more information, but yeah. So does that would? I think it means are, are they going forward at this point in time or? No, it seems a bit a bit early to jump, doesn't it? Um, hmm. It depends what it involves. Um, involves fucking replacing your Blu-ray collection again. Well, <laughs> isn't it though? It's too soon for that. Um, uh-huh. if it's something, it's effectively effectively the same. It's like something like three D. You can watch the three D version. Hmm. If because. It's gonna be a while before people get 4K TVs. Yeah, that's true. Um, they'd have to make it. Yeah, they'd have to make it. Yeah. Compatible. Uh, um. I mean, I guess if it's if it's still staying as blurry. Yeah. The format, but it's just gonna be like you can also you can have a blurry 4K. Aye. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather have that than that's something that I might eventually use mm. rather than having 3D copies. Yeah. You know what I mean. There's a chance I'll get like a 4K TV at some point, but mm. at this point, unless it's for just a, a cheap big TV, mm. because I've seen my wife recently, like the 3D TVs, they're all going to be really cheap really soon. Right. You know, you're going to be able to get like a ridiculous size one for yeah, yeah. like really cheap because the 3D is kind of going away from, mm. especially from the home, mm-hmm. I think, you know. Aye. Um, as an opportunity to s- kind of rectify some of the limitations of Blurry, maybe mm-hmm. like with. Uh, frame rate stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, if they can do something like that like higher than 24p sure so for stuff shot digitally at 25 or whatever you can, so you don't have to do an interlaced you know at the moment it's a choice between bringing it down to 24 or doing an interlaced 50i what you mean native to it yeah like okay I think, like, sorry yeah. right okay native yeah. to the, the right because like it does um like scale to like 50p or, or yeah. 60p Mm. If you don't have like a TV that can support twenty four frames, mm. Mm. so but I know what you mean like yeah. na- native to the yeah so native aye. to the Blu-ray aye, yeah I get what you're yeah. saying mm. yeah so give and I just open it up so that like for like, like passenger on arc and things like that yeah, you know, when yeah. it's lower as well yeah you know like open it up to just the full spectrum mm. like it is on a PC monitor you know more mm. or less yeah I think that aye, that'd be that's fair enough it's a fair comment I mean not. It's not a big puller yet. 
you know, for for that alone. Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly limited selection yeah. of films yeah. that would yeah. apply to. But. but, I mean, getting closer to like, the perfect home format. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a step that could be taken. Um, and it does mean that like you're going to, you know, the, the 4K is going to, at least it's going to be exactly, you know, it's going to be no longer lo- a lossy format, you know, mm. for most things. But yeah, I mean, it's I'd rather invest their money in that, like, than more 3D. Mm. Uh, like... Some like IMAX stuff mm. on 4K mm-hmm. or 8K, even mm. that'd be okay. Yeah. Live with that. Um, yeah, good show, guy. Yeah, good show, good good talk. Again, <laughs> good news, <laughs> good talk. Um, right, okay, well, we'll move on to some pickups. Sure, guy. Um, I've uh, picked up some of these uh, Pixar Steelbooks. It's uh, the German is a limited edition series. Right. Um, they're quite. It's quite nice. They've got the. Everyone's got a character's face. Okay. Rather than like traditional, artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, which is quite nice. Uh, I've got Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story Two, The Incredibles, um, Ratatouille. I've got in the mail, and another one I can't remember. The reason I bought them. They seem to be just right about to go out of print. Oh, right, really? Um, yeah, because I've started on Amazon uh, Germany. I'm starting to just go to marketplace sales. So I wasn't really planning buying them, mm-hmm. but they were always pretty cheap, like £11. Pounds, mm. So it's not bad. That's pretty good. Um, pretty nice. They do have uh, German text in the back, which is a wee bit... Uh, no, no ideal, but um, better than the old Amory. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're kind of similar to some of the Best Buy steelbooks. Okay. But, like, not quite as nice. But Best Buy, I don't think, did that whole series. It was only a selection that got the, the Best Buy treatment. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, you're really getting into the kind of, like, staying away for the Amory's, aren't you? Aye. Yeah, that's fair enough. I also picked up the, the Batman Digibook. Ooh, yeah. right, okay. Got that on eBay. Nice. Um, much? How much was it? You paid like sixty quid for it. And you're no, no, how no. Much no. To it, lie, was decent, it was decent. It was decent. It was some twenty-five. That's good. Including the postage. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The US one. Aye. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think it is out of print, but it's weird. Cause it's just, like, really expensive. Uh, yeah, because you can still buy it from like the Warner Brothers shop, right. the US site. Much. Eighteen ninety-nine, mm. but don't ship to UK. Right, right. So, um, but it's weird they don't stock it in Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe maybe like a timed exclusive or, so, or maybe it's like a Warner Brothers shop exclusive. And maybe maybe uh, marketplace sales. Um, yeah, so it's quite a nice one. Nice, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, be good if they did that Batman Returns one. Yeah, I was thinking maybe. that. Yeah. Uh, kind of weird, mm. but that's cool. Yeah. Hey, I picked up the M Night Shyamalan three film box set of Six Sense, Unbreakable, and uh, the uh, Signs. Um, mainly because my wife hadn't seen any of them, so right. I was trying to show the Sixth Sense stuff. Actually, it was quite fun because she didn't know the twist. Okay. Sixth Sense, she'd never had it spoiled for her, so but she kind of guessed it halfway through. Right. So, there you yeah. go. <laughs> must be like films after that, you know, must have done, you know, mm. the way it kind of clues you in. Um, but yeah, that's all I really picked up this uh. month. Yeah. This month, this week, right. this time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bit of pimping. What would pimp? Okay. 
What's the Facebook, Gary? It's uh, facebook.com slash cinema subculture. That's right. What's the email address, Gary? Cinema underscore subculture at hotmail.com. That's right. Uh, yeah, so if you want to get in touch, any questions, comments, um, yep, yeah, feedback, mm-hmm. you know, give us a shout. Uh, yeah, so a bit of a kind of crossover kind of episode coming up for me, Gary. Simon, you're gonna be on another podcast. I, I might be right. gonna be um, <laughs> a bit of a kind of adulterous podcast right. here. A special guest. A special guest. Um, I'm gonna be featured. Well, I'm I'm recording it this Sunday, right, okay. like, <laughs> because I'm not there yet. Right. But um, the plan is for it to be featured in uh, the Film Jive podcast. Um, their episode on Star Trek Into Darkness. They're doing an episode on that. So if you already subscribed to that, or if you you haven't heard of it and you want to hear more of me, um, <laughs> tune into that. It won't be just me, so don't worry. Um, I don't know when it'll be up, but if we're recording Sunday, I guess maybe the next episode. Or, or like maybe the, the episode after that just mm-hmm. basically look out for the Star Trek Into Darkness one yeah. and I'll be a guest on that um, so we're hopefully yeah. doing another one me and Gary maybe yeah we'll probably be doing um, um, Nymphomaniac Nymphomaniac um, yeah. later this year yeah. uh, so look out for that I mean that's yeah Film Jive's a podcast and then we do like uh, upcoming like new releases yes yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of contacted us and nicely offered us a, a guest on some of the upcoming episodes if we fancied it yeah so shout out to the boys over at uh, Film Drive. Uh, see you Sunday. So that brings us to the end of another episode, Gary. Pleasure yes. as always. Right. <laughs> um, what are we looking at next? It's going to be I Spit on Your Grave. OMG, Gary. Mm. I just spoke about that this episode. Right. That's weird. <laughs> it wasn't planned. Right. Um... Right, I mean, what's the relevance of this that film? You know, what's the big deal about that film, Gary? Um, was a video nasty. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say almost the, the poster child. The, like, I mean, they talk about Texture Chainsaw Massacre being a bit of a kind of poster child for that, but it wasn't a nasty. So yeah, yeah. You know, um, but this I think is the kind of as opposed to something like Evil Dead, which was a video nasty, but really didn't. Mm. have any content that warranted it mm-hmm. this has the kind of content that yeah. you would say warranted having a look at from the video nasty peeps definitely one of the most controversial mm-hmm. films probably ever yep mm-hmm. um, um, spawned many an imitator and, and a, a remake which I've never seen mm. but it's apparently and there's going to be a I Spent Your Grave uh, too. yeah so. I saw that and it's not even going to be like a direct <laughs> sequel it's just right. it's just going to be called that oh is it right. and they're talking about the 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 epic next chapter and the, oh, the right. spit in your grave fucking trilogy or something mm. no no trilogy but you know <laughs> saga it's like it's not even related like, what? there's no characters from the first one that I can tell right it's uh, oh my mm. god it's like, just make another remake if you want right. to make another remake for fuck's sake <laughs> um, anyway yeah we're going to be looking at the original yeah um, good this is kind of should be a meaty episode. Hopefully. It's quite a lot to... Yeah, a tasty, tasty yeah. treat in an episode. <laughs> We're not, not that we want to promise too much. Yeah. So, we leave you there. Come back next time.